As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Seven fifty-five is real with David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty is on the air now. Welcome back to 755 is Real. I'm David O'Brien, Braves writer for The Athletic, with my co-host, Eric O'Flaherty. And we're early. I hope you guys got on here early. We're usually a few minutes late. We're early. What's up, Eric? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. We got a uh, we got a hell of a guest today. Yeah, we do. I know a lot of people wanted to talk to Andrew, wanted Andrew on the podcast uh, around Hall of Fame time. But uh, we're fortunate with the timing now, especially since uh, I saw a couple of lists that came out regarding his son drew and so we'll get into that a little bit too and uh and uh what's going on with this with his kid man who's gonna try to uh fill dad's shoes at some point (laughs) got some pretty big shoes to fill (laughs) uh andrew how you doing man i'm doing good man thank you thank you for having me guys yeah thank you for coming on what uh this must be kind of crazy for you to have a son that's so far along here now is being named the number one prospect in the, at least at the high school level. I don't know about overall, but uh, what's that like for a guy that I didn't mean, go to high school? Well, I mean, it's I mean, good play for ball him. in high school. I mean, it's good for him. I mean, I don't know how baseball is in high school, but um, he looked like he's having fun, and that's all that matter. I mean, you know, uh, if the kids love the game and he's going out there have fun every day, um, I'm full. I'm full for it. How'd you get him into baseball? Was yeah, he just watching you? He, you know, I think as a little kid, when you go to dinner, you know, um, you know, you're trying to have a nice dinner when you go into a nice crowd. Um, so the kids don't be talking too much on the table or trying to be fussy. I put some of my video highlights in and just let him watch it. And really? He, 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 he'd been watching that since he was three or four years old. So, um, you know, he always had a love for the game, and um, you know, I never, never push him into it. I never um, told him, you know, this and that. I told him one thing. I told him, I said, just go out there and have fun. And the day that you're not having fun, you know, you should not be playing it. So um, I know, it, it, you know, it, it, it's a long, long run for him. But um, you know, it's it, you know, you're gonna have some struggle, and you got to deal with it. But um, the main thing is just go out there and have fun, and and he's doing it. So you went. You obviously went. 
the international free agency route. You didn't play high school ball. That's what I what's what I meant. So you were playing like in the in, in the rookie ball level and all that at age 16, 17 and all that when mm-hmm. he's going to high school. So mm-hmm. are you able to relate to what he's doing though? Because you've watched him play travel ball and all that. So you got a good idea of the grass um, what's going on. Well, I mean, he, he's like I say, he's enjoying it. He's learning everything. I mean, he had like a bunch of different coaches that help him um, through through his um, travel ball and and high school. Um, we get Jeff Jeff Blouser to come out to the field uh, quite a few times and talk with him about you know game situation and stuff like that. And um, you know, I talk with him a little bit too about you know approach and and, and a bunch of different stuff. So um, you know. Only thing I wanted to do, you know, going through high school and, and especially his last year of high school, just go out there and have fun. And I think he have a good mindset of what he want. And, um, you know, it's just go out there and trying to help the team win. And, you know, this game is all about you want to win. And, and it, it sucks losing. Um, but somebody somebody got to gotta win and somebody got to lose. So, um, you know, you're trying to go out there and, and win more game than you can. And he's up at Wesleyan in Norcross, you said, right? Yes, sir. He's um, at Wesleyan uh, last year of his uh, high school. So um, we'll see what where where they they're gonna end up this year. I know last year they came they came short um, in the state, um, but um, you know they're pushing to get back there again this year. Now, when you come to a game or something, Andrew, did did you have to tell the coach initially? It's like, dude, don't be intimidated by me. <laughs> I, I, I just do your thing, and I mean the coach has got to be a little bit like. <laughs> no, no, I think I think the coach been there for a long time. I mean, he has coached a bunch of great kids that end up signing professional. So, um, uh-huh. you know, it, 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 it's good. He's a, he, you know he's actually a really good coach. I mean, he asked me a bunch of questions. He asked me a bunch of time to just come in and and talk with the kids and give them some of my knowledge and and um and just the kids just to to have fun. So. Um, you know, he, he, you know, he listened to, you know, Jeff Blouser that, that have a kid there too. Um, that is Cooper Blouser that, um, you know, he go out there and, and help him with the infield and, and give him some knowledge about the game. So, um, the coach listened and I just trying to stay away. I don't like to be in the way of anything. Uh, um, I just go out there and sit in the outfield and watch the game. And when the game is over, I just text message say group game or what I saw that he did wrong. So the coach never said, "Can you come down this today and work with the outfielders for an hour or so?" He's never asked you that. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I, I, I go to practice uh, once in a while. I think uh-huh. I go to practice like once a week. Um, depends what what kind of um things they got going on. Um, I, I go and you know if it's base running that day or whatever we talk about base running. If it's the cutoff relays, we talk about some of the stuff. Um, so you know if it's outfield, uh, I go out there and and work with them a little bit on that. So um. You know, they do have a great coaching staff there that help the kids and, and give them the, the right guidance to to um, to to be successful in, in, in a high school baseball. Does Andrew get to does Drew get to wear one of your gold gloves that had gold on the uh, the stitching <laughs> and all that? I think I think he was using it for a long time. I think he he just retired that glove. I think for some reason I, I asked him about it. I say the other day I asked him, I say. Are you gonna go with the Rollins or are you gonna go with Wilson? I mean, I know I start with Wilson for the longest, and I had a couple of the gloves that Rollins gave me, trying to get me to go to Rollins. But um, I give him that glove, and he been using it. I think he been using it for five years already, so I think it's getting pretty wear out. So, um, how often do you switch your gloves? I know I try, infielder switching. I, 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 I try not to. I yeah. I think I, I went. I went the longest with my glove. You know, I was like War Wise. War Wise yeah. was trying to stitch his glove together to to keep playing with it so um 
I kept I kept my main glove for a long time and then uh, slowly start breaking another one in through through the years because when you go to the spring training they give you a million gloves every year yeah, so, yeah. and you're gonna end up playing with the same one uh, every year so um, you slowly break some on and then you might give somebody a glove that want to have some or you give some to the minor league so they can you know they can have something good from you know some pop, somebody that they idolize or somebody that just gave them a glove so um it's just it's just trying to stay with the glove for the longest i mean the more the more the more softer they get the better they get yeah and, yeah and it's just you know it's the best um as kid, your your son he goes by Drew, but his name is Andrew. I assume his name is Andrew, or yeah, his name is Andrew Nicholas Jones. Is he the second Andrew the second, or did you guys? No, we didn't. We it's, he don't have my middle name, so he just. <laughs> I got you. I, I didn't know if you guys consciously decided let's not put that on the kid. You know, let's let him go no, by Drew. I, mean, <laughs> I, I I wanted I wanted to have his own his own journey. I mean, right. uh, you know, it's it, it's tough when you know I see so many of the kids that play now. Their dads has played in in, in in the major league and and so I've been successful in the major league. Um, you know, it's so much pressure on them because they get so much more attention than and than others. But um, I just want them to have his own journey. I mean, have his own own life, and he have a good idea what he want. He's a smart kid. Um, um, you know, race right. So um, I'm looking forward to what he's gonna do in the future. I mean, you know. Uh, uh, I, I read something that he he commented the other day in with some news. Um, you know, he's not worried about Vanderbilt. He's not worried about the draft. He's just worried about trying to win a champion, a state championship with his school team. So, um, you know, I, I like those stuff that you know. All you want to do is concentrate on one thing and let the other one let into the when it happened. What uh, I got the perfect game scouting organizations 2021 national showcase report on him right here. Tell me if any of this has changed or you disagree with any of it. They go, <laughs> they say Andrew Jones is a 2022 outfielder, right-handed pitcher with a 6'3, 180 pound frame from Sewanee, Georgia, who attends Westland. Long and lean athletic build, strong but still very projectable. 6.31 runner in the 60 has outstanding defensive actions in the outfield glides to the ball with advanced footwork and athleticism, plenty of arm strength with online carry and plus accuracy, pure center field tools also took drills in the infield and looked comfortable and athletic there as well. Right-handed hitter, easy, low tension swing. Didn't get that from dad with plus bat speed and plenty of impact on contact, contact polished hitter who can drive the ball to all fields projects as a hitter as he gets stronger, especially in his lower half. Good student verbal commitment to Vanderbilt. Well, it sounds like, it. It sound like a good resume. I wish I had those <laughs> resumes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's, 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 he's a really good defender. I, I, I really don't know where he got it from, but um, he, he go out there, he go out there and, and he make, he make things happen. And, you know, I, I think since he was like, five, six years old, I, I watched him play in infield and he was trying to be like Igor Renteria every time when he dived on the, on the ground and catch the ball and throw the ball <laughs> from his knee. And I was like, where does kids get this from? And, you know, obviously you've been watching baseball. So, um, you know, you always, like, you know, I, I'm like Igor Renteria. So, you know, I thought he was a, a really good shortstop growing, you know, growing out through that age. And, um, obviously he's very comfortable playing outfield, but, um, you know, I think he can he can do he can do whatever he want. I mean, he's he's a good athlete. And he pitches some about ninety. 
He's, he pitched too. And, um, uh, you know, me and, and, and his mom don't like that much. I mean, more of hers than <laughs> anything because she's like, I don't want you to damage your arm yeah. pitching. But, um, you know, it's his, it's his decision. And um, if you want to do that, go, go that way and then help his team, you know, any way he can, you know, go ahead. I mean, all I'm going to do is support you and tell you, you know, what's right or what's wrong. So he emulated Edgar Renteria on the shortstop. Does he emulate you by playing about 100 feet behind second base or 50 feet behind second base? <laughs> or- <laughs> so, 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 sometimes sometimes I'm really scared that he's playing too shallow. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you, you know you're going to get – you know you're gonna get burned with this aluminum bat, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but um, um, no, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I really, he just have his own thing. To be honest with you, he's have his his own mindset, his own character. He 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 know what he want to do, and um, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of of of, of what um, you know what he become so far and i'm looking forward for his future well, and and whatever decision he made he looks like he runs like you kind of glides like you a little bit different body build a little taller and a little leaner is that pretty i mean I, I, i'm sure that? i was that, I, i'm sure i'm sure i was that lean yeah. when i was 16, <laughs> exactly um, you know, exactly good good food make you gain some weight as you go you know playing the major league early um but um yeah i mean by, by the age we were probably the same kind of player i mean um you know lean Glide, run, run pretty good. Um, you know what? You know how to steal. So um, I mean, I, it, it's hard to not. You know, I, mean, I can see why. You know, all, every people are so high about him because you know, I, I think he. You know, he he's got all the right tools. Then and and he just have a good knowledge about the game. So um, I'm I'm proud of him. What you know, what he mean become. All right. So be honest. Do you ever talk to him about what you were doing at age eighteen? If he starts to get kind of listens to the hype and gets a little big for his britches, do you ever say, "You know what I did at 18? <laughs> um, he, I, I'm I'm sure he knows very well. Uh, he, <laughs> he, you know, you have people that um, you know, everybody's like, uh, you know, when you know, you, you think you're gonna be better than your dad, and he's like, well, my dad was in the in, in the pro at my age, so I don't know if I'm gonna be better than him, but I'm. I'm a, I'm a trying to have my own life. So, yeah. that's, you know, that's those are things that I like about him. He's, he's got, you know, he's got his own character. He's got his own mind. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just fully aware of, you know, trying to push him as, as, as far I can push him. Were you at, were you at low A Macon at 18 and then 19, the year you made it, went through no. all three levels? Or- no, uh, 18, 18, I started in A ball and I turned 19 right. in April. So um, around this time, spring training, I was still 18, and then um, when I went to uh, Durham, yeah, um, I turned I turned eight, 19 in Durham, and then I played through the whole minor league to, to the major league. I got you. So at age 18, you were at Low A Macon for that season. You hit 278, 372 OBP in 139 games, 41 doubles, five triples, 25 homers, 100 ribbies, and 56 stolen bases <laughs> in 139 games. At Macon, yeah, I think I was as 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 lean as him by that time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so the next year, like you say, you started out uh, in high A, mm-hmm. and you went three levels, kind of like what uh, kind of like what uh, Acuna did that year that he went. But you went high A Durham. You hit three thirteen, seventeen homers, a thousand twenty four OPS in sixty six games. Then got promoted to double A and then to triple A. And the crazy thing is you hit better in double A and triple A than you did at Durham, even though you had a thousand twenty-four OPS at Durham. Yeah. 
Uh, be honest with you, that year I was kind of mad. Be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie, I was mad. Um, you know, I, we were trying. We had a really good team. We were trying to win a championship there. We had West Ham. We had Ron Wright. We had a great team. Um, you know, at Durham. At, at, at Durham, man. And when we went to the All Star game, he came back. They were like, uh, "We're gonna promote you to Double A." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was kind of happy because I was gonna go up to Double A, and, and and you know, I was gonna play with a with a uh, with Randall Simon from Curacao and a couple other guys that was very close from through the through spring training. Um, uh -huh. But when I get, when I got there, the first week week I struggled. I struggled. I couldn't buy a hit. I was swinging and everything, and I remember Jeff Cox come to me and go, hey, come to my room. I want to talk with you for a little bit. So we went to his room, and we talked. <laughs> it was like, I know, I know you're going to try to make everybody think that you belong here, um, but you cannot swing yourself into, in, <laughs> into belong here. You have to be patient. And I started getting walks and, and stole bases here and there, and then I went to, like, I think 17 hitting streak, and I think I was getting hit every day. And two, three every day. So I think I, the last day that I broke my hitting streak, I got called off to Triple A. Man, I was going to say, if you started slow there, you must have got hot because Jesus, you were at your 38 games in Double A. You hit 369, damn, 432 OBP, 1107 OPS, and 38 games in Double A Greenville before you got promoted yeah. again. Yeah, I think I didn't get a hit in the first maybe. 10 games, I'm not going to lie. And then after that, I went like 17 or 20 game in a streak and I had like maybe two, three hits every day. Wow. So then you go to Durham or you go to uh, Richmond, I mean, AAA, and you hit 378 with an 822 slugging percentage. <laughs> and you were only there 12 games. And basically you yeah. forced it, kind of like Riley did a couple of years ago, you basically forced them to get you up at the big league level. I don't know if I forced them, but uh, I think they had the plan already what they wanted to do. And I think, you know, you know, the front up and the Bobby, Bobby know who we were going to face in as going far into the World Series or into the uh -huh. playoff. I mean, um, you know, the team was such a left-handed dominated and they wanted to get more right-handed right. in the lineup. So um, I think they knew what's going on. And I remember talking with my manager in AAA, he you know, I was playing center field. I come back and he go, hey, today you're going to play right field. I said, I'm not a right fielder. I uh, say, well, it's coming from the big office, so you need to play right <laughs> field. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So I go play right field, first ball over my head. I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm cussing. I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm like, come by fireball, second base. Second base missed the ball. I could have thrown the guy out. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm, I'm just angry. So, you know, I play like probably five innings in, in, in right field, and then he put me back in center field. <laughs> um, end up hitting a homer, and, um, you know, I don't know if we won the game or not. And I went back to the hotel, and then in the morning, they, you know, I get a, I get a text message from, from the trainer. I think it was Lavi was there. Lavi's um, in AAA? Yeah, he was in AAA. <laughs> um, and he say, hey, pack your stuff. You're getting called up. I was like, ah, get out of here. You guys are joking. He was like, no, seriously, pack your stuff. So I got on the bus. I didn't tell nobody nothing. So I'm just sitting there all quiet, like, they play a prank on me or something, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I get there, and they was like, shake my hand, say congratulations. You're going, you're flying to, to Philly. So we're in AAA. We're on the road. I'm wearing shorts and, yep. you know, tennis <laughs> shoes and, and no college shirt. 
I mean, you're in Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> you go in the big leagues and the big leagues on the road, and you know how Bobby is. You, you got to wear slacks, collar shirt. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to wear dress shoes. I'm walking in there. Everybody's like, what the hell is this kid walking oh, in there? Man. Dressing, like a, <laughs> dressing like a bump. So I was like, oh, my God. So right there, I think, at, at, you know, I think we would play. I got called up Saturday and um, Sunday. We played Sunday day game and we fly out back to Atlanta um, after the game. So I didn't play Saturday. And I think Eddie gave me a suit that was so big on me. I was just, I wear it. And Ed, I think till today, Eddie is like, you owe me a suit. You owe me a suit. I say, Eddie, both of those suits are probably not going to fit us right now. <laughs> so, um, so I, 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 you know, I wear the suits. I went, we went back to Atlanta after that. But, um, you know, it, 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 it was, it was kind of crazy. I mean, it was hard when you were thinking that I was trying to win, uh, a championship in a ball and all of a sudden you in the war sale the same year. So I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? But, you know, I, I you know, be, go back to that. I mean, I really didn't think much about anything. To be honest with you. I was just yeah. having fun and, and go out there and, and, and play baseball, something that I love to do. So, you know, that's the things that I'm trying to pass to yeah. all these young kids and, you know, Hey, you know, go out there, just have fun and, and enjoy the game because you know, the more you put the mind on it, the harder it get. Just go out there and have fun. Go three for four with two homers and five RBIs in game one of the World Series, man. At 19. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, no, no, nobody thought I was going to do it, so I, I just have to go out there and just have fun and, and make it happen. Um, I'm, I'm sure they, you know, they after that, they, they start putting more attention to me. Eric, let's hear from today's sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Andrew, are you at all surprised at uh, at the labor negotiations that has taken this long? Are you still tight enough with enough guys who are playing or active and, and that you kind of knew that it was going to be a grind, that it was going to go right up against it? I'll be honest with you, I, I really don't know, man. I'm kind of yeah. disappointed on both ways, you know, both sides. I know the players going to have their, their – you know, their agreements, their the stuff that they want. The owner's still gonna have their own way to go with it. Um, but I'm I'm still disappointed. I mean, you know, can we just get it going and get it get it together and and you know stop playing mouse and cat or whatever? Um, you know, the owners are making a lot of money, and you know the players are making a lot of money now too. So um, it's just it's just you know trying to get to to that point and. Um, you know, I read something. I was on I was on vacation, but I read something through the news saying something about that. 
if they you know today was the deadline right or it was yeah. a, it, it was a joke so no, it is you know so <laughs> you know it, you know i don't know what to believe but you know there's so many news out there and there's so many talk and all us all was deadline today and if we don't get it get it going today they're yeah. going to shut down the season, right? That's what they say. Right? Uh, they canceled some games at the start. They wouldn't be able to make opening day, according to Manfred. Now, if there's progress today, they could probably push it another couple of days. But he wants to get a 28-day spring training. Mm-hmm. So to start opening day, March 31st, he's given this as the deadline that he came okay. up with. He, so, he came up with it, not yes, the players. Yes, he did. Not the players, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, you you started ninety five or ninety six, so you were the year after the strike. So you yeah. kind of heard probably back then how pissed off a lot of fans were. Yeah. You probably know that baseball really should not push this with the fans. I mean, because it took a while to get some of those fans back. Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I see documentaries, you know, stuff that you know people you know posted and talk about. We were in the minor league. I was in the minor league, and I'm seeing that, you know. Team was like, screw the players. We're gonna have replacement players. And I was seeing coaches that used to be coached with, with yeah. the Braves trying to suit up and go out there yeah. and, and take practice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what's going on here? What kind of stuff is it? Yeah. You know? So um, it's they had sad. To shut it's, that down. it's sad. You know, it's sad that we, you know they got to that point. Um, but um, you know, it, it's one of those things. I mean, it's how you know people. You know, that's why they have the contract based on, you know, when the contract is over, we got another agreement to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, the baseball is going to continue to grow. Everything is going to keep growing. And, you know, we're going to see different stuff happen. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I hope they can come to agreement today and, you know, at the end of the day. And um, so we can see spring training so I can go down there and enjoy spring training and watch some yeah. of these guys and get ready yeah. for for upcoming season. I'm, you know, I'm so excited that, you know, we end up winning, you know, the World Series uh, this past year. Um, so proud of the front half, but so I'm proud of the, the, you know, the players that, that, that came in and step in and, and get the job done. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I mean, and, and, you know, besides this whole lockdown and everything, we, you know, we, we might lose one of, one of the best players that we ever had in, yeah. in the organization. Yeah. So um, it's, it, it's a lot of stuff that going on. So, um, you know, it's kind of excited. It's still kind of weird. So, um, you know, I still want to see that baseball come back again. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that it happens the year after the Braves won it and the way they won it when when it was surprised. Nobody was expecting them to when they mm-hmm. lost to Cunha right before the All-Star break. Trade for those three guys. Everybody steps up and they win it. So they haven't been able to kind of revel in it in the offseason because it's been shut down. Baseball is not making any news. Kind of like when the Nationals won it in 2019 mm-hmm. and they didn't have any fans the next year. They couldn't even raise their banners. It's not going to yeah, be that bad yeah. with the Braves, but it's kind yeah. of – it's a shame. And like trust, you said, you got the trust, pretty- trust, trust me, the battery is going to be fine that first day of, <laughs> of, of, of uh, when they, they're trying to raise that ba- the banner. I mean, yes. I, I have played in the old stadium. I have played in the new stadium. I played World Series in, in both of those stadiums. I've been to this past World Series. That stadium was something different. What is mean, it was something like I still talk about. It, I get chills right now, but it was something different there. I mean, those fans they came out really, really pumped up for the team, and um, that built that built the team up. And um, yeah, you know, I'm so happy that we end up winning it. 
Yeah, the battery on those World Series nights. Oh my God, they had yeah. to turn people away. It was too crowded. Yeah, they, yeah, they closed. They they shut it down. It was over capacity. Damn. So um, <laughs> it, it, it was as I mean. Uh, I'm so excited. I mean, uh, you know, the city needed that. Um, you know, it's been a long time since, you know, a championship came into Atlanta. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the guys. Well, you alluded to it uh, with Freddie. Uh, you, as someone who saw Chipper Jones play his entire career here, but you also saw three Hall of Fame pitchers and yourself all leave after getting far better free agent offers elsewhere when it came to that, are you at all surprised that Freddie Freeman was not re-signed before getting to free agency like a lot of well, us were. The, my not not really to be honest with you because you know what happened with chipper chipper kept renewing his contracts but he was getting that that city discount yeah you know he a was hometown he, he, discount a hometown discount i mean yeah. he was not getting that full full money that if chipper wanted to go somewhere he would get a lot of more money that he was making yeah. in atlanta so um it's up it's, it's all up to what you want to do? I mean, if you want to, if you want to make your career in one place, or you know, if if you want to move on, you know, some of us didn't get offer. <laughs> um, I didn't get offer, and I'm sure um, they offer Glavin, maybe they offer Smolsey, um, but I think they didn't even offer Smolsey what Smolsey wanted. Let me be honest nah. with you, they didn't even offer Smolsey nothing. So I think Smolsey was still salty about that a little bit by leaving and i'm sure those guys don't want to leave i mean we've been here for so long and and being so successful in one place um it's hard to move on and go to a different different place but um it happened i mean you can see it happen with brian mccann um he ended up coming back but um you know he he had to step step away because you know they were not going to offer him that money they didn't even offer close to what what he wanted so um you know end up as a business you know, now I see him more as as a front office guy, but still being a baseball player. Um, I see where they're coming from, but um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's a business. So, you know, I, I hope I hope it work out. I hope it work out that he end up, you know, coming back. And if it if it don't happen, we have to we have to move on and 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 make things happen. Well, they didn't make you an offer, Andrew. But to be fair, you had only won ten consecutive Gold Gloves. It's not like you had, you know, done them. <laughs> you know what? Though? I, I I think I, I think after that year, um, you know, I didn't finish as strong as I wanted to. I mean, you know, you know, it's not one. Of, it was one of the, not one of those consistent years that I normally have. Um, if they had to offer me um, whatever that contract is, that you can come back for a year, yeah. or whatever. What is it? Qualify. Uh, Qualifying offer, yeah. Qualifying offer. I would have took it and come back and, and play one more year and and, and prepare myself in a, in a in a better way to to have a more consistent year than I had before, um, you know. But all those things is you can say a lot. You yeah. know, it didn't happen. So um, you know, you learn from them and then you move on. Are you a, a special assistant now with the Braves, or what do you got? I'm, I'm I'm part of the baseball operation. I got you. Um, I, you know, we talked about Freddie's importance to the organization. Do you think, though, whatever the fan backlash there might be, will a lot of that depend ultimately on whether, you know, the team keeps winning? I mean, if yeah. he goes and they lose, it's obviously going to be a lot of people pissed off. But if he leaves and they keep winning, I don't say they have to win a World Series again, but if they keep winning mm-hmm. and go back, you know, win a pennant or whatever, do you think it'll kind of temper that backlash? Does it all depend ultimately on winning? Uh, I'll be honest with you. 
I don't know when I left. Did, did the Braves win or no? When I left, did they? <laughs> no, they, they was re, starting a rebuild. I think. Oh wow. Okay, maybe I was. Oh uh, five. <laughs> Maybe I was the one that had to leave so they can start rebuilding. <laughs> well, I, don't I don't think they're the rebuilding. Be, be, be honest with you, at this point right now, I don't think the Braves have, you know, they, they're not in the rebuilding mode. They're in rebuild I mean, mode. They're in win you know, mode, they, right? They, they win mode, and they got the team. They got the players. And, you know, like we say, I think like um, um, Snickers say in, 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 in the news, um, he say, you know, we lost Acuna, and other people step up and 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 did the job, and we, you know, we won the World Series. So, you know, if it if it if it happened, and I hope it don't happen. Yeah. Um, if Freddie end up going somewhere else, somebody else they have to step up and 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 take the slack. I mean, yeah. You know, people get injuries. Um, you know, people get traded. People go go away from free agency team have to just have other people that step up and, 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 and do the job. And, you know, I'm seeing, I'm excited to see Kuna back on, on the field. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm watching him, you know, i talked with him before, before the lockout, um, he's getting ready to go back, back home and he's, he looked ready. He looked excited. Um, you know, I've been seeing some film him swinging the bat, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to see him back on the field and and see what he can do um, again for for the for the team. So anything can happen. Like like I say, you know, um, you know, I've been there. I, when I left, you know, you know, it was tough tough leaving. It was you know one of the decisions. It was a business, and you know, I talked with Cheryl. Cheryl told me, hey, we don't have money to to, to bring you back, and. And I never had a chance to get an offer, like I say. So um, we'll see how this 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 end up. You know, hopefully, you know, baseball can come back and we can sign him and uh, we can go um, trying to go back to back World Series. I mean, I guess if there's only it's a small thing that's good, but if there's anything good about the lockout at all, it does give Acuna a few more weeks to yeah, so he doesn't rush back, and and also Charlie Morton gives him a couple more weeks to. You know, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think this might work a little bit. We don't want to like that, but I think if everything backed up a little bit, we might get a cleaner back um, on 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 regular season start. If mm -hmm. uh, not regular season on the season start, um, if it push back a month or whatever, it will push back. So, um, you know, Charlie Morton is a big key. I mean, well, I mean. The, the guy is a winner. I mean, I, I can't say much yeah. of him. He's just a winner. He he know how to win. He know how to be that dog, you know, that dirty dog to go out there and get the job done. So, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I haven't heard anything about, about Soroka, but I'm looking forward to get him back. I mean, imagine we had Sor Soroka and all those guys in, yeah. you know, yeah. in the start and start rotation. It could have been a different story. So, um, you know, just like you go to the other team too. I mean, when we end up beating the Dodgers, they didn't have all their full squads either. Right. So, um, you know, when when you got teams like that and you take advantage of them, that's what happened. You end up winning World Series. So you gotta take advantage of teams when they don't have their their A team on the field or you just outplay them. Andrew, can you see uh the wisdom in the strategy of if 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 they have if they use uh, Acuna the way they want to use him, he'll be in right field. He's got a great arm. He can throw guys out. But also take a little stress off those legs. As a guy that played his whole career in center, 
going gap to gap, that makes a pretty big difference, doesn't it? I mean, you know, talking with him, you know, from the beginning, he just don't want to play center field. I mean, I, yeah. I, I know I know the front office know that. I know the coaching staff know that. He just don't want to play center field, but he go out there and play because I think that's the only position to help the team win. So right. that's why he's doing it, and he want to win. Um, but if you leave it to him, he say, put me in right field and let me just play. Yeah, and I yeah. think I think if we can do that this upcoming season, yeah, we're gonna see almost the best of Okuno to come. That's a big difference, right? I mean, you're not thinking it, as much. He said, "I mean, it's not even thinking." You know, he just you know, it's just more less less pressure, more less running. I mean, yeah, you you looking at center field, it, it's kind of tough position to play because you cover both sides of the yeah. both side both side of them and the right field you ask cover both sides but you don't cover that much on right. one or the other side <laughs> right you yeah. know it's foul, foul territory you just know when the ball is going to go foul so you don't have to go all full out on it so center field is a different 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 breeder of playing i mean it's a lot of it's a lot of running and you know you can put you know it it, 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 it put wear and tear on your body yeah, Eric, Eric has pointed out several times what people don't think about center field is you got to cover backup left and right field. You're backing up both of those guys, and yeah. you don't have to do that as a corner guy. Yeah, I mean, like I say, he he will be much better in right field, and we will get more out of him in right field than you playing in center field. How good? How good of? A, I mean, that's probably an obvious question, but as a guy who did what you did in your career. 430 some home runs uh did what i mean runner-up mvp one year probably should have won it but uh how good is ronald acuna as a hitter when you watch him what he can do as a hitter at such a young age i saw this kid since he was what 16 17 years old i was following him into the minor league and um you know i can see that that different sound of uh, you know off his bat so right there you know the kid is special and he want to get better, and um, you know I'm sure everybody want to get better when you go through the minor league and and be that kid that or be that man that you wanted to be or chase your chase your dream that you want to make it to the big make it to the big leagues, be a superstar or be a star and and stay in the big leagues for over 15, 20, 20 years. Um, but he he had that that tools and um, his hands are he's got tremendous hand. I think that made that got me more as what he can do or not. Yeah. And, and what about, uh, uh, what about Ozzy as a guy from Curacao to see this five foot six kid come up and do what he's done. And there were a lot of skeptics that didn't think he was big enough to do. How proud are you to see what he's done in the major leagues? It gets overshadowed a lot because he plays with Acuna and Freddie Freeman, but on some teams he would be the superstar. Well, I mean, he he's a big kid. That that team is where he is. I mean, he go out there and post every day. Yeah. Um, just like Freddie, he go out there and play every day. Um, that's leadership. You know, leadership is not all talking and and be on a st- top step and 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 yelling and, and and trying to pump the team up. Leadership is going out there and get the job done and and do it consistently. And I think that's what Freddie and and Ozzy do a lot. I mean, you can count that on. You can put you can put um, um, Swanson in there too. Swanson go out yeah. there. He posts every day. So those those type of things are leadership. I mean, that whole infield. Yeah. You know, the guys that go out there and 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 post every day, be ready to play, be ready to win, 
and um and 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 get the job done. So that's what that those those guys does. I mean, you can see the whole infield. I mean, I'm I'm sure they all hit over twenty something homers. Um, you know, I'm sure they they all should have won a silver slugger. Um, but um, you know, that's what leadership is. Go out there and and, and post every day and 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 get the job done. I think a lot of people forget because Shipper was hurt a lot in the last half of his career with the knees and all that. Mm-hmm. But people forget that he, and especially you, played almost every day for a long time. And I was looking at it. You averaged 158 games played during that 10-year gold glove stretch. Mm-hmm. 158. And nowadays, that's almost unheard of for now yeah. for a center fielder to play 158. How important was that for you guys and for Bobby, you know, to have guys that he could look to every day to play at, to just pencil in your name every day and start there? I, I think for Bobby, it was just good for him. I mean, he, he didn't have to go ask, you know, his center field or his third base to, are you yeah. okay to play today? Um, he knew when you get there, he's right in the lineup and those two names will be in the lineup. So um, it, it my part is I grew up, my dad told me a long time ago, hey, you, you made a decision to, to be a professional baseball player and you know what your job is. Your job is to go out there and play your position and help your team win. And I felt like if I was not out there, I cannot help my team win. So I, I went out there and, 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 and go out there and, and play every day. And, you know, I was a leader out there. I, was a, I, I let all my outfields that I played with through my whole years you know, I was trying to make them better and put them in the right position. What I saw, what I felt like this hitter was going to do, what the pitch is going to do, and put them in the right position to, to make plays. So I, I, I felt like if I didn't go out there, I was not helping my team. Guys, let's take a quick break, and then we'll finish up the show. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, Eric had a question about that, but as far as uh, placement and analytics. Oh, yeah. Well, first, I want to know, you know, everybody that I, when I was in Atlanta, would talk about how you'd almost be running before the ball was hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could just read, you know, the pitch location, the hitter swing, and you'd just be taken off. You know, that that was kind of what I always heard guys talk about. But also – what kind of defensive numbers you think you'd be putting up if you had all the defensive positioning they have now? Well, it's this this position numbers now. I think it's I, I look at it. I mean, I've been I've been in spring training since ninety. I mean, since twenty sixteen, and you know all the papers they put out there and all the stuff. Um, it helped. But I think what what we're missing right now is instinct, and I think right. what I, what what I use 
my whole career was instinct. And, you know, I, I took the scouting report. I, I tried to learn the hitter. I tried to learn my pitchers, my bullpen pitchers. I tried to learn everybody. So I know what they're going to do, what their game plan is. And back in the day when we had a meeting, it was the whole team together. We're going to go. Right. We're going to go about the team. We all together. Not the chip, not the, the, the pitcher separated, just the whole team. Defense, hitting, pitching. The pitcher will know what the pitcher the pitcher's gonna be pitching to the hitters. So mm-hmm. we're going as a as a team together. And um I I, I listen in. I know what my what my pitcher is gonna do, attack Barry Bonds. I know what my pitcher is gonna attack Scott Rowland, you know, you name them. I know what the team what my pitcher is gonna attack. So um you know, go back. Sometimes Maddox used to come and say, what do you think about throwing this guy? I say, well, what do you think? He say, well, I don't know. I'm just asking you. I say, well, you throw whatever you want to throw, and I will be there. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you talk with your pitchers and, and trying to learn what they're trying to do with, with certain batters that they might have problems that's beating them in that position of the of the of the um of the field so i try to learn and, and and move myself and use my instinct as what i see with my you know when you go into the scouting reports and stuff like that or the analytics stuff um they might give you the 100 percent of that guy but you don't know how fatigue he is in right. mid-season you know he you know how good he feel coming out of spring training you know it's just a lot so it's good i'm not gonna say it's bad it's good but on the other hand we're losing the instinct of the game. And I think Got you. I think what what made me good enough to be, you know, playing center field with the Braves for the, for so long is I use my instinct. And Bobby always told me in, in meetings, he say, Andrew, you do what you want to do. And <laughs> he gave me he gave me that 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 respect and I want I want him to make him proud by giving right. me that respect. So I I put my effort and my my mind into learning the hitter, learning my pitcher, and be ready to to be in the right position where I need to be. That's what I was going to ask you, Andrew. If they could, if while analytics, nobody would argue that it's not great. I mean, especially infielders position a guy behind second base. We see guys hit line drives right to him. But it seems like, like you said, outfielders could come to rely on that too much and just not even worry about, like you did, focusing in on every, and then not take into account like fatigue or like how your pitcher, like how Max Mm -hmm. is pitching that day or how Mm -hmm. he he might pitch this guy that's not in the, uh, it's not in that. When you look at that card that they look at, you might be talking to Maddox or he might signal to you that, hey, this is something different than what's on that card. So you got to be able to kind of adjust just what you were able to do and play it instinctively with your pitchers and all that. A lot of hitters too. You can, you can look at him and be like, all right, he's going to try to do damage here. You know, I don't care what the scouting report says, but you can Mm -hmm. read that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, when a guy is going to try to do something different. It's still, it's still go as a pitcher. You can see how aggressive the hitter is. You know, if you face him, if you face somebody that, you know, I got him, you know, it's fine. If I go to this fishing, but you you can see at that moment, he's trying to shoot you the other way. So if you're going to try to shoot you the other way, I'm not going to keep throwing the ball away. So if, right. you, if you can get an easy hit, so you have to, you know, mix match and, and, and trying to make him change his mind talk. So I think all those stuff is great, but I think the instinct have to be more consistent than it is. I mean, I think the great ones that out there playing baseball right now that are the superstar, I'm sure they're using the instinct more than, than the others. 
So you can't imagine seeing yourself pull a card out of your back pocket and look at uh, where to go. Center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we we're gonna have a lot of disagreement. <laughs> how how uh, how uh, obviously it's not something you can teach any kid uh, to take the first step to actually. I mean. I, what Eric was talking about, I saw it, man, and I don't think my eyes were deceiving. I saw you start to take a step before the bat, the ball left the bat. Did you do that? Did you feel confident enough at times to do that? I I, I trust my pitcher, and I trust what yeah. the hitter is gonna do. And yeah. um, you know, sometimes you get burned, sometimes you don't. Yeah. But um, you know, you just have to you have to have to feel and you know use your instincts. I mean, like I keep saying, instinct is just like what I see. It's just I see it and I'm just going through it. And, um, you know, that's what I use a lot. And, um, you know, it pay off and I end up winning 10 gold gloves on the road. And, you know, I, I work really hard on all, you know, on my defense every day, to be honest with you. I go out there, I shag every day. And, you know, I would sometimes I think if I didn't do it, you know, maybe twice, twice a week, put that much effort in it, would I play longer? Maybe, uh -huh. maybe not, but would it made me better? No, you know, and, and it made me better to go out there and, and work at it every day. And I did. And, you know, I go out there and I, I work in my outfield and then I end up playing infield and catching ground balls and throw to Bobby, trying to throw it through Bobby. <laughs> so, as much as those, uh, so as you know, it's, it, it, you know, the end around wear and tear is going to come up from, you know, through all that and, and injury is going to pop out. And, you know, sometimes it, 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 it mess with your head because, You've never been in that situation before. And, you know, I think when I went to L.A., um, you know, when I when I got that first injury, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I never, I never, never play every day. So, right. you know, those things came out. You just don't know how to do it. And, you know, it took me a year to bounce back from it. And, you know, after that year, I had to make a decision. I didn't want to go back to L.A. And, you know, I asked for my release and, you know, I had to move on from there on. And since that point, I never had a chance to play every day. And, until um, I went to Japan mm -hmm. and I played every day for two years over there, but I never had a chance to play every day. I had to be that guy that come off the bench and, you know, talk with some of these young guys and, you know, give them some knowledge that I knew about, you know, me playing every day and, and, and trying to learn from somebody else that was not an everyday player. So, um, you know, I had to change a lot. So, you know, I end up doing all right that way. Um, not, the way that everybody thought that I was going to be ended up. But, um, you know, those things happen. And sometimes, you know, you, you got to learn from it and, um, you know, trying to pass along to, to, to the newcomers. Speaking of pass along to the newcomers, Christian Pache last year, he struggled like you never struggled. What do you tell a guy like him? And are you as confident in him now that he can make the adjustments as you ever have been? Can he hit enough to go uh, with that great glove? I, I, I I think I think he 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 will. I mean, it's all about give him the opportunity and and let him. I think he got into the spot that um, you know they had to make a move because yeah, his defense was was not sharp that it it was, and right. I think that's why they moved. If his defense was solid and he was saving runs um, right. for the team, um, I think I think they would have stuck with him and. And stayed there, and he was coming with some neg, you know, neg, neg injuries like hamstrings and yeah. and 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 groin and stuff. And it's tough. I mean, if you play center field, you you can be having those things. I mean, not that I never play with a bad sore hamstring here and there. I mean, I play more hurt than I play 
hundred percent. So you've got to know how to do these things. I mean, right. these yep. are things that, you know, sometimes I want to have a chance just to talk with these kids a little bit, but sometimes I feel like I don't want to be in their way too much because I don't want to hurt their feelings to watch the things that I have to say, or I just don't want to mess up with their head because there's so many people telling a thousand things. So, yeah. um, you know, it, you know, if they gave me an assignment and say, hey, I want you to take care of this kid, I'll be like, yes, I got him. And, they don't um, give you that assignment? Uh, they don't say, go take care of this kid? I mean, you know. I, <laughs> Let me tell you, well, I, they, they, they should do this, that. This, <laughs> this, the assignments were like, just go look at him and see what you think. And, um, you know, it's not really a point point assignment say, hey, go look at this kid. I, I need you to, you know, have him have it under your wing. And you well, know, I, I will love there then. I I, I would <laughs> love to go do that. I would love to do that and 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 tell him, you know, I, I've been through that situation. I think in yeah. in ninety eight I, I had a bad start the season. And I'm, I'm sure everybody was like, when are we gonna send this guy down to the minor league? You know, and um, you know, I, I went out there and I played defense. I catch everything that was in my way. I was not gonna let nobody take the position away from me. And um you know, sooner or later, everything flip around and, you know, I end up hitting 34 home runs. And what about if I had a great start? I probably hit 40 home runs in, yeah. in my first few years of, 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 of pro, pro baseball. So, you don't know. You you have to make the team want you to stay there. And I think, you know, injury like you had, the groin, you know, you're playing center field, right. you know, right. it, it's not going to work for you. So, huh. you know, they had to make a decision to pull him down to the, to the minor league. But when he went to the minor league, he did good. He was playing yeah, he did very a good. good year in AAA. He, he was playing good down there. And so it was tough to, to bring him up because we, you know, we had everything going the right way. Everything was rolling. You know, um, everybody was doing the right job. So it was tough to bring him back and trying to make a change to put him into the lineup. So I think going into the new season, um, I think he's going to have a chance to fight for the job back again. And um, we'll see where he end up. Well, they, God forbid. I mean, they know a hell of a lot more than I do. But if I'm at spring training, I'm saying, Andrew, could you stay with Pache like every day and talk <laughs> yeah. to him? I don't think Ewi would have a problem with that at all, man. If you were well, I, well I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, I'm not going to be there every day, and yeah. he's he's yeah. he's, he's got to do his own things. But you know, but, little knowledge that you get from players or guys that have been there, yeah, um, it might click in your head, and that a different that, voice, that, and that, that kind of thing. yeah, that might click, might be that click that you need, and you know, and and it's a wrap, and everything being forgiven. That's so uh, true. Michael Harris. I saw the kid play last year a few games in spring training when I was down there, and he really did impress me. And he kind of stands out on the field, even if he was 20 years old last year, or 19, I think, before his birthday mm-hmm. in spring training. Um, to me, just looking at him, this kid's got everything as far as physical tools, confidence, well, kind of swagger. I have I haven't seen him, I haven't seen him play, but I hear a lot of stuff about him. I coach him in the in the future game in um in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did not get a hit, but I, I, I saw what everybody saw. Um, Chipper told me he's a very legit, he's like a, a left-hander Kuna. So that say a lot. That yeah. means he, yeah. got, he, he, <laughs> yeah. he got, he, he got great hands. So, uh, I'm looking forward for it. And, um, I mean, I'm sure he's probably a year and a half away from, from being part mm-hmm. of the, part, part, part of the big organization. So, um, 
you never know. Things might things might click, and you might you might just be that that year that everything is gonna click right to them, and you might get that opportunity. So um, we never know. I think they're gonna kind of take him slow with him. I think they're taking it slow, and um, they should. And you know, because we don't want to bring the kids too fast up, and then they yeah. hit that wall, and then they don't know how to struggle. They never struggle through the minor league. Yeah. And my my mindset is, you know, I want everybody to graduate. Graduate yeah. that league, you know. You graduate yeah. A ball. You graduate Double A. You graduate Triple A, and then other so now, welcome to the big leagues, and let's make it happen here too. So, um, you know, some kids you can push, some kids you can. So you just got to let them graduate. Um, with that in mind, do you think it would be good for them to to sign one of the free agents that they had last year, Rosario, Soler, and Jock Peterson, or maybe one of somebody to play center field? Because I mean, if you, unless you have Duvall play it. I don't know what you're going to do unless Acuna, uh, you know, you don't uh, want him uh, there. It, 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 it's, tough, top, it? It, it's a top decision. I mean, Pache you know, needs to step I, up. <laughs> I, 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 I like, I like the ad that we did. And, you know, I like, I like Soler a lot. He's bringing yeah. tremendous power from the right side. Beast, um, isn't he? And, and don't, you know, I mean, he, he's, I have seen him before, but he, he, you know, he, he impressed me a lot, you know, seeing him live, um, yeah. how big it is, how patient he is. And, you know, he made contact. So um, I would like to have him. Um, but if we don't get Freddie back, I mean, we need some left-handed hitters in the lineup. Yeah. So, you know, Rosario will be, you know, a key part of that, um, you know, to be back. Um, I don't know about Jack Pearson, um, but, you know, it will be it'd be interesting to see what we're going to do. Um, yeah. you know, we, we, we need to get this, this, this lockdown over first yeah. and, and yeah. do a lot of stuff in and, a hurry once and, it's over. and, 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 and move forward to, to, to get his free, free agency, uh, sign and, and get, get down to spring training. I wanted to come back, circle back around to you because we really kind of have it. We hit a little bit on it, but I, I had, I had a question. You debuted at 19 and 96. You went three for four, two homers, five RBIs in game one of the World Series that year, Yankee Stadium. From 98, which was your second full season, the first season in which you had at least 500 plate appearances. From mm-hmm. 98 through 2007, perfect 10-year span, you averaged 30 doubles, three triples, 34 home runs, 103 RBIs, and 158 games played. Mm-hmm. You had 345 homers. 1,034 RBIs in that 10-year span. And for today's listeners and, and viewers, a number that jumps out, 57.4 B-War in that 10-year span while winning 10 consecutive gold gloves. My question, do you think if you had had, had done that, that the same 10 years in your ages 23 to 32 seasons instead of 21 to 30, Fewer voters might cite that drop-off age of 30 as a reason not to vote you in the Hall of Fame. I really think some don't look at it closely because they just see you dropped off at age 30, and they don't take into account that you debuted at 19 and you were in a lineup every day at 21, uh, <laughs> whereas most guys do it at 23, 24. You know, it's one of those unlucky, lucky kind of things. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I – Ten years is a long like, time, though, like, to do like, it. Like, 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 like we talked before, you know, it, it's it's a lot. You know, you learn as you go. Um, you know, it's a lot of stuff that you say, you know, if, if I didn't do that, would I be playing more longer or whatever? So, yeah, right. 
I don't think about those things. I think about that moment, that year. I, I want to go out there and win and, and help my team win. And, you know, whatever happened after that, it's, you know, injuries come, who cares? But all I want to do is help my team win. And, you know, my main thing is all my play, all my team teammates that I play with, they know how hard I went out there and played behind them. And, you know, if I, if I end up making it to the Hall of Fame, um, it will be it will be an honor. I will probably be speechless. I don't know <laughs> what to say. Uh, probably will be two minutes of a speech, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, if it didn't if it didn't happen, it's a lot of guys that play this game um, that put a great numbers did not make it. So um, you know, it, it, it will be it will be it will be hard. But um, you know, we just move on and 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 you know, keep living life. I mean, I'm sure everybody is fighting out there. A lot of people putting a lot of you know stuff out there for me to be be in the Hall of Fame and appreciate all the you know all the love. But um, at the end of the day, you know, the voters gotta recognize it and 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 vote you in. So um, you know, like I say, if it happened, it happened. If it don't, you know, we just have to keep moving and 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 hopefully. You get to that part that your peers will, you know, get yeah, you in, and yeah. and, and I, I think it's a good, it's a good thing. But at the end, of, at the end of the day, and you know, we talk with, you know, I talk with a lot of people, and they, you know, I have one, you know, I, I give them, I ask one question and say, why let him walk away to the last year to get into the Hall of Fame when? Right. When he get in there, everybody say he was one of the greatest right. right fielders that ever played the game. So why he had to wait ten years to get into the Hall of Fame when you all you guys know how good this guy is yeah. the whole time, you know <laughs> the whole time. So I just I just don't get it, and I think it's it's a kind of political a little bit. So um, we just have to live with it, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Well, it come, it's come around. Both of you guys, I think, are benefiting from more knowledge of analytics and that much, and how much defense, how valuable it was. And then people look deeper into Larry Walker's numbers, you know, and realize that his numbers on the road were incredible. I mean, he was mm-hmm, one of the best mm-hmm. five all-around players I ever saw when he was. I healthy. mean, I mean, amazing. I I just don't understand. I mean, why? What you know? You you put the number out when you put the numbers out. It's like numbers are, you know, Tony Gwynn been so consistent and and his numbers are way better than Tony Gwynn. You know, the only thing he's right. better Tony Gwynn is better is you know he average he average. That's it. You know, uh, and now nowadays average don't even count for these for, right for these people. You know, right. you, you you can hit two hundred and have forty home runs. You're gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. So so um. It's, it, it, it's a lot. So, um, like I say, if it happened, it happened. If it don't, you know, you know, hopefully my peers will, will, will um, recognize me and I, I make it one day. Well, you got to be encouraged by the last few years because your numbers have really gone up and gone like past what Fred McGriff to me is like. I, I just can't believe that Fred McGriff was spent that much time on the ballot, never got in. I think he's a lock when the Veterans Committee meets this year. He better be. I, 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 I hope so. I, I pray to God he, he does. I mean, I love Fred McGriff so much, and I know what kind of player he is and what he brings to the table. I mean, you know, nobody can tell me what Fred McGriff did not do, you know, through his career that is better than guys that is in the Hall of Fame right now, um, you know, 
Yeah. Even considering the guys that just went in these last yeah. 10 years, um, you know, at first base position. Nothing, nothing against Bagwell. Um, right. Bagwell was a, a great, great, um, great hitter. Well, I don't think he was better first baseman than than, than Fred McGriff. Yeah. Heart of the order hitter on championship teams. Played yes. first base all the way to like age 39. I yes. mean, he didn't even move to DH until very, yes. very end. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Got the numbers across the board. Average OBP, slug, and homer, everything. Don't get it. Never a sniff of any improprieties or anything. Nope. So. Nope. Uh, and so, Murph, Murph, you can say his career was cut was short. Okay, I can see that. But for that five or six years, Murph was arguably him and Mike Schmidt were the best players in the National League. So you can make a strong yeah. case for him too. Yeah. But I think McGriff and you, I think, will get in. I think you'll get in without in another three years without the Veterans Committee. But I'm sure you're a lock if you don't get in with the vote. I think you'll get voted in. But I just I just look at that ten year. When I hear people say you dropped off at age thirty, I'm like. Yeah, but he didn't start at age 23 like a lot of these guys. He started at age 19 or 20, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. how much did your the way you played, like you talked about this, all those catches you made, because you were famous for that catch coming in, diving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That had to beat the hell out of your shoulders, diving and catching that ball like that all the time. Well, I I feel that these last few years that I retired, <laughs> yeah. sleep, sleeping on the shoulder is not fun. I wake up. I, I wake up. I'm like, oh my god, come on! <laughs> I need to. I, I need. I, I need. I need to get it ready so I can go play golf. So yeah, um, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of wear and tear. And you know, I, I, you know, those are little things I'm trying to pass to to these kids. I mean, you know, still in base. I mean, you know, every time we steal base, you go head first. You put in wear and tear on your lower yeah. bo- body, your shoulder. As as much you work out, as much you do stuff. It's gonna be wearing there in there, yeah. And, um, and if you do it for so long, and you you can see Rick Anderson, he's just a freak. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, you're gonna have one freak. Yeah. Out of hundred people, out of thousand people, that yeah. is just gonna do it forever. And Rick Anderson did it for a long time, and you know he was one of my favorite players, and I loved the way he stole bases and he go head first, and I think that made me start stealing bases and go out head first all the time. <laughs> and, you know, you got coaches in the mind. It's like, no, 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 yeah, slide, yeah. slide. And I was like, I can't do anything else. I'm, this is my idol. I like him. <laughs> He's going head first. I need to do it. So, so um, you know, it's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear when you do that. I mean, you know, we, we can go back and a lot of stuff that everybody did in their career and be like, man, I wish I could have did it that different. I wish I could have did that different. Well, if we didn't do it, we didn't learn from it. So, you know, it's a learning process. And, you know, best thing we can do now is just, you know, encourage a lot of other kids, young kids to do it the right way and, and or take care of the body, you know, better. I bet most players today have no idea what that was like, how hard that was to do those diving catches on that turf in Montreal, the vet, mm. Cincinnati, these places that had <laughs> – Artificial turf, like Montreal yeah, was. Yeah. I saw it one time. They had a tractor pull or a motocross race the week uh, or the day after you guys left. So I saw them ripping up the turf, right, to put down the dirt. It's just carpet it was, on cement. It was literally <laughs> carpet on cement. Yeah, it, it was this much. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Because we we can see the gap, and sometimes you go in the gap and trying to pick it up, and and it's really was this much, and it's concrete. So, 
Um, you know, it's just the things. I mean, to be honestly, I felt fast on that turf. Be honest, yeah, that's the only thing I I, right. I, re I really like it. I felt like I, you know, if I hit a ground ball, I'm gonna be safe at first base. So, um, you know, I, I I like it. But for those guys that you know, the Guerrero, the Dawson, you know, the Tim Reigns, all those guys that play for the longest there, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's a beat on their body, and yeah. you know, I'm sure right now they're paying for it. Oh so. yeah. So, um, Andre Dawson's had one knee replacement. He's going to have to have the other one. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 it's, it's those things. So um, it, you know, it, it's the game. You know, it's the game that you love. You 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 know you get him paid for it, and you you go out there and, and get the job done. And you know, it, and at the end of the day, you're going to pay a price for it. And I think for all those guys that made the Hall of Fame, you know, I'm sure the whole family was proud of them because. You know all the that dedication time they put in into the game to 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 away from the family and and, and their family support them to to get the accomplished done is 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 one of the best thing for a baseball player in their career. Did you? Uh, I know you had uh, your highlight reel is like minutes and minutes, ten to twenty minutes long. But do you remember the catch you made in Montreal when Tom Glavin was pitching in the gap in uh, mm -hmm. left center gap? Does that yeah. one? Does that one stand out? I mean, you come out of the picture, out of the TV picture. You were not in the picture, and you came streaking over. Do you look back at that and go, <laughs> "I was pretty fast back then"? <laughs> um, fast was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yes, I mean, you see, the, I mean, there's so many. I mean, there's so many yeah. dives and saving runs here and there that you know I can go back and think about. And be like, oh, that was a great play, and you know, it's, and you know, I I, I went to a golf tournament that um, Marlon uh, Marlon Anderson hosted in Alabama, and I felt like I I, I took at least about twenty RBIs away from him <laughs> <laughs> playing against him, and he reminded me that all the time. So um, you go back and, and and look at plays that I'm making, you know, in Philadelphia, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the one in Philadelphia was, it was more tough because I was playing the other way, and you know, even the one in in, in uh, Montreal was playing the other way too. Yeah. Um, but I was shade a little bit over because Eve, he, he, Glavin fell behind in the count, and you know, I know that he was trying to drive the ball. So, uh, yeah, I was preparing myself to go that way. To be honest with you. What's your favorite play you ever made? Uh, wow, I don't know. I mean. It's so many. I mean, you can go back and the Spider-Man catches and uh, yeah. ro ro Robin Homer's. Um, I mean, it, it, it's so many. I mean, it's just this. That that was my excitement of the game. Go out there and, and make and, a play and make a play and make the guys. You know, uh, I, I I remember Brad Boone facing Maddox. He really hit a land drive over Maddox's head, and Maddox almost caught the ball. And I'm diving in and. And diving in and catch the ball, and I can see he's frustrating before he get on first base, <laughs> slamming his hand down. Um, so you know, it, it's just it's just those things I excited that that I, I did. I mean, I, I I love. I mean, I love playing defense. I think you know it pay off, and you know end up seeing getting ten gold glove, um, you know, make it what it is. But I love playing defense. And be honest, with you, I just like to make guys. Turn around and 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 you know MF you back to the dugout. So <laughs> and you know the the 
the thing is just, you know, trying to help the team win. I mean, all, all I did is go out there and, and, and trying to help my team win in any way. And, you know, I think in 98, um, you know, I saw that and, and I, and I, and I kept it, I kept it to myself. I mean, I have made mistakes and, um, you know, lost focus before here and there, but, um, you know, I, I really focus on, on my defense because I thought if I don't go out there, I can't, my team is not going to win. How, how, Andrew, how, do, how good is that? How badass does that feel when you can play so much more shallow than other center fielders and just dare people to hit it over your head and you know you can go get it? Did you well, feel good being that close to the infield? be honest with you, the thing is, though, I, you know, if I, I look back and I'll be like, everybody thought I was playing in. It's just like because I was coming in too quick. Um, I was probably playing maybe, maybe five to ten steps from a regular um, where somebody will play, right. but I just was moving between, between that regular spot to that 10 spot, depends who the hitter is. Right, right. And um, I just play around and move on the side to side and, 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 and use my instincts from there on. At any point in your career, did you just consciously decide, you know, you were going to start trying to hit more home runs and not worry as much about batting average? Because I, I look back at it and people forget you hit over 270 four times in the first six years of your career and in your tenure of that 10-year stretch. And you hit 303 one year, 2000, 366 mm-hmm. OBP. Mm-hmm. But you obviously hit for a lot more power later, and you had the 51 that one year, I think it was. Uh, well, I, I, I felt like – I don't know. I was just getting a little more stronger and um, I felt like my team needed more driving runs than anything because we didn't have that many, many guys that was going to do it. You know, I think that 51, that 41, we look back, we had a bunch of young guys coming up, you know, the the McCann, the Francoeur, the Kelly Johnson, the, you know, the, the, um, you know, you name it, we were, you know, Langerhans, we had, it was a bunch of young guys and we needed, we needed more power. Yeah. You know, I, I I felt like if I can play center field and build a little more power to to the to the team or to the lineup, um, you know, it, it can be better. So, um, you know, I I that fifty one home run was like it was like a freak freak yeah. year. To be honest with you, I, um, you know, ninety four. I had a bad year. I didn't like the way my year went, and um, you know, I think I only hit like twenty something homers. I think. And I went and I just got dumbbell in a batting cage in my house. And right when the season, I went actually going into the playoff that year, I'll start tweaking my stance a little bit and, and you know, go down there, hit up the machine and just trying to tweak it. And uh, when the season, when we lost that playoff game against, I think, 94, we lost against Astros, I think. I end up safe getting bet good. to say the Astros. <laughs> huh? Safe bet, Astros. It was a lot of years you faced. Yeah, when we played, I think it was Astros. But I ended up playing really good that that series, and um, you know, I, I I start tweaking a little bit, and then I went into the off season, and I was like, I'm gonna change my batting stance. I'm gonna white out a little bit, get more balance, and uh-huh. and, and 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 start using more hands than and and in my lower body, and um, I work on it. TP came over, we work on stuff, um, you know, you name all those baby Braves, McCann, Jeff, uh, DeRosa, they all used to come to my house and hit, hit, hit in the batting cage. And we work every day. And, um, you know, going to spring training, um, you know, I carry on to spring training and spring training was going good. I ended up with hitting 12 home runs in spring training, I think, something like that. 
And starting in April, I had one homers, and I was like, "What the hell going on?" <laughs> That's baseball. <laughs> and everybody, everybody was like, "What happened with these uppers and home runs you hit in the spring training <laughs> and all this stuff?" So, um, you know, it it, it 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 was crazy. But I think right after April, I think everything clicked on, and I think I hit like seven home runs in May. I think I hit fourteen or sixteen in 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 June. Um, so. Everything started clicking, and um, you know, I was kind of start sitting on pitches, and when they throw it, I did not miss it. So um, it was, it was one of those freak years. It's hard to win an MVP back then, man. You had Pujols, you had D. Lee, had the year of his <laughs> life that year. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, it it was tough. I mean, I'm proud that I, I won, you know, the Hank Aaron Award. Um, it was right. it was one of those awards that I think just started, you know. Yeah three years before that, um, you know, you know, flying, flying with him on the same plane to go get the award was awesome. Man. Oh, and thank you. Oh, about, that had to be all, yeah. all, all, all we talked about was just, you know, life, no, even talk about baseball. It was just lifestyle that we talk about. And it was just awesome to talk about him. You know, when he passed, I was very, very emotional about that. And, you know, just remember the stuff that he, you know, we talked before and 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 you know all the stuff and so it was tough but um you know i think i could have still won the mvp that year um i think they did pools did had a great year by the way too um yeah. but they um i i didn't have nobody in the lineup chipper was hurt the whole year that year so um i had i had a lot of kids <laughs> that I, that was trying to back me up la roach uh yeah mccann you know, Frenchie, all these guys. I mean, we had a great year. I mean, you know, I couldn't do it without those guys who were, who were there. So, um, you know, it happened, it happened. You know, I didn't want it, but I was I was very pleased with, you know, getting the Hank Aaron Award. Well, now that you told that story, I think if you had to choose one or the other, I mean, everybody, he wants to MVP forever because you can say you were MVP. Yeah. But to win the Hank Aaron Award and be able to fly down with him, that's probably an experience you'll never forget. I mean, you've got to appreciate I, I, that. I, 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 I will not forget. So you know, I, I trade that for for the for, yeah. for the MVP award. With him gone, yeah, you got yeah. you can always remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so I, I yeah, you're you're ready to get down there and see some baseball. I'm sure and help some guys out and do whatever you can do, huh? Get the same. Well, settled. I mean, I I think you know the last I missed it the last two years because with the COVID and stuff like that. Right. So, um, you know, I'm 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 ready. I'm excited. I mean, I I love to go spring training. I mean, it's obviously everybody together, and you know, the laugh, the you know, the jokes, yeah. the stories. I think that's what you know. You can ask any baseball player that played the game that no longer played or still play it. They will tell you what they look for for spring training. So see everybody back, and you know, yeah. the stories that happen in off season or the stories that happened the year before. Um, so just get back and get the laugh going and, and then start business. Are you like Eric and miss the camaraderie more than anything about baseball? Just being with the guys every day? I, that, to be honest, like I said, I, I think I miss that. I miss the, the, the get together with everybody and, 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 you know, and talk the trash talk, the, yeah. the, 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 the talks about anything else we can talk about. So I think that's why I miss, you know, just get together with, with, with your, with your teammates. Hey, what did the young guys used to think when they come in the minor leaguers and you were always every year you had your locker put on the minor league side? 
while Chipper and all them were on the other side of that. What did the minor leaguers come in and say, what the hell's Andrew Jones over here for? I don't, I don't know. To be honest with you, you want me to tell you a true story? I told everybody, if you want to make the team, don't sit on my left side. <laughs> if, you sit, if you sit on my left side, you're not going to make the team. Your chance of going down is in two weeks. <laughs> so everybody just like, they look at me funny, right? And and I'm like, I'm not lying. I'm serious. <laughs> they like, oh, okay, whatever. The guys are having great spring training. Great spring training. Go on. Possibility make the team. No <laughs> Injuries. No chance. I mean, I think they did that for purpose because I was always in the back right there, like you say. And it was like my locker room and everybody going back. And whatever person they went from there on, I told him, I said, you better go tell him, change your locker room. <laughs> if you want to make this team, go change, go change your locker room, I'm telling you. So that, that's, that was, that, that, that's, a, that's a funny story. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's – it, it's, it actually is really true. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a true story. That's great. Well, you saw all the all the guys coming up over there. You got the you got to the, see them every day during spring training. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, you know you see the grind that it did, and you see them grow up, and um, and and you know the very next year they come back and and, and get the job done and, and end up making the team. So, um, you know, it's just little little things you tell you know people that just want to drive them in and then and and make them work harder to 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 be there so yeah um you know you know the speech that bobby speech every year in spring yep. training and go as you know guys hey you know everybody got a chance to make this team um you know you go out there and you work hard we're gonna look at you we you know not not all the position is it's a lock position so um you know and you know the other speech that you always say is, hey, let's go win another title. Um, let's go get World Series again. And, um, you know, a lot of teams don't don't get a chance to say that much because they know where they're going to end up to, you know. But, you know, for going to spring training every year and mm -hmm. knowing you're going to be in the playoff is special. Yeah. Do you wish you had a chance to work out spring training where they do now? Because that place is nice. Oh, man, I, I – <laughs> I'm jealous in a lot of ways to a lot of a lot of things. I wish we, I wish I played at at, at, at Truist. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I yeah. wish I had the spring training that those guys have here now. I mean, the facility is awesome. The workout facility, the whole area is awesome. I mean, I just was down there. Um, you know, last week um, there was the trophy was down there, and we went down there. And me and Snicker and and Skip Chip went down there and signed auto, autograph for the fans that was wide open and they had to pay for nothing. They just walk in and and, uh -huh. and 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 take a picture with a trophy and and and, and get some autographs. So it, it's growing. It's growing. Since the last time I was down there it's growing and um they they building they're building places for people to live. So um but I'm no Disney traffic. Gonna, we're not gonna get Disney traffic. I mean <laughs> Yeah it's nice. <laughs> this Disney was good for uh Three years, to be honest with you. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> the first three years, Disney was fun. You know, you in Disney World, you can go do a lot of stuff with Disney. You got kids, they would yeah. love to go to that. But after that, it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's enough. It, 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 it's enough. Man. The traffic is ridiculous. People don't know how to drive. Yeah, it's just, crazy. It's crazy. So, um, you know. I'm, now you're at the beach down there in Northport. 
Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm 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 lo- I'm looking forward for for a new season, and I think I think the front office is gonna do the job, the right job to to put a good team together to to trying to go for uh, a back to back year. Yeah, Alex has done nothing so far to doubt him. No, I mean a lot of people question when he's yeah. when he when he went out there and and, and gave six outfielders. Yeah, knew <laughs> um, what he was doing. Know, they get loose Solaire in the NLCS. He, he, yeah, so he know he know what he was doing. So um, you know, I'm proud of the front office. I mean, they did a good job to 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 make the team a winning. All right, man, well, Eric, you got anything else? Oh, I just want to know how you hit a broken bat home run to center field. <laughs> oh wow, you know what? <laughs> Old Hickory, when they came out, I swear to God, they were sound like aluminum. Yeah. They were so hard. Like, it was crazy. And, you know, not a lot of people was using them because it was a new company. We were just trying to come out. And, and um, you know, I was like, man, this bat sounds good. It sounds clean when you hit it. It sounds good. So that guy that was pitching, I actually own him so much that whatever I do, I'm going to hit a home run off me. So, <laughs> he knew um, it too. <laughs> he, he knew, he knew that I was probably going to take him deep, but I didn't know I was going to broke the bat on, you know, that's when you know somebody owns you when they still take you <laughs> yeah, deep when you break yeah, your with bat. The broken bat. And, 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 you know, uh, I had so many good years with, you know, against Philly. I mean, Philly was, you know, it's tough playing against them. The fans are so crazy over there. So, you know, for, you know, to go out there and, and, and beat them all the time is fun. All right, Andrew. Well, listen, man, we really appreciate you giving us all this time. Yeah, and, uh, all right, man. No problem, we'll man. See, Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see you down in Northport real soon. Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right. 755 is real. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.